Well, hello, hello, hello. My name is Holly Iskra, and welcome to my podcast. Today it's just me, and I've had a very thoughtful week, and I just thought I'd, I'd share it with you guys. I was at church, and a group got together after the Mass. <clears throat> the topic of unclean spirits, or evil spirits, came up today. And what that means to us. I've been thinking a lot about it this week, and I've been really trying to quit coffee, but it's very difficult. I want to have coffee. I like my bad habits. (laughs) I want to get drunk and smoke cigarettes. But more than that, I do want to live my best life, and I know like I know that doing these things will not get me there. So I continue on. You know, is the convincing of that wanting those bad things an unclean spirit I'm not sure but I just know I need something strong tasting the tea and latte just feel too healthy and then I got to thinking do I like punishing myself do I enjoy that I think I do I enjoy having something bad for me in the moment at least so is it these things I'm eliminating that are the problem Or is it my internal need to self-sabotage? Is that me? Or is that an unclean spirit? I mean, the devil was an angel. His voice is convincing. We all have good and evil in us. But why does the negative or the evil seem so much more fun in the moment? How do we stay on the path we choose? How do we stay where we want to go? I think it's by doing what we said we would do, even when we don't feel like doing it. I rarely feel like eating healthy. I rarely feel like staying sober. I rarely feel like exercising. And I don't really feel like attending church. But what I do know is after I do these things, my whole being feels much, much better. It's a subtle difference, the positive and the negative. But I think if you just keep stepping, even when you don't feel like it, you get there. I also know, and I've talked about this before, that our triggers are our signs of what we still need to heal from or work on. This week I was so angry while driving, especially when dropping my son off at school. Parents just crossing the road without looking with their children, cars pulling U-turns or driving fast and not stopping at stop signs and pulling out right in front of my car. Like, I was fuming. Clearly, there's something there I gotta work on. (laughs) I think the unclean spirits can be tricky for us. You know, when we think about it and say, you know, when there's something we, we know we shouldn't be doing, we try to also convince ourselves in our mind, you know, well, you know, it's just one. I'll start later. It's not gonna kill me. I think it has to be clear and black and white, no gray, gray area when you want change. No reasoning with the devil, no is no, blinders on, and full trust in God. I have given people the benefit of the doubt my whole life. I've let things go, I've let people walk all over me, I've gone off course to make others happy, I've taken on others' problems as my own to help them. No. It's your job to stay in your own lane. Help when you feel inspired, but never when convinced to do so. The unclean spirits are tempting, convincing, believable. 
Okay, I think I just had a little light bulb go off as I wrote that. I think now the difference is that the devil convinces you where God lets you come to him. He lets you choose the path on your own. That's what it is. That's the subtle difference. One is convincing and one is not. The difference between positive and negative. So I trust. And I think if you tune in, really tune in, have no distractions, then you'll know. I saw a TikTok this week and she was giving a visual on what happens when you start to make changes in your life. She had a glass jar and she added a few ping pong balls into the jar and then she started to fill it with water. As she filled it, the balls started to rise to the surface. She said these represent, like the balls, represent your past and what you've suppressed. So what happens is when you pour the water in, all that stuff starts to come to the surface as you start to build your new foundation. Most people will stop at this point because it becomes too uncomfortable. But she said if you just keep going, there will eventually be no more room for the old. And that totally made sense to me. While I was at church, um, they were talking about saints and then touched on a dark night of the spirit. They explained what happens when you experience this and they described everything. And everything they described is what I went through in my midlife crisis. It was very weird. Today I was reminiscing on the past and all the fun I used to have, you know, being blissfully unaware. I enjoyed drinking and staying up late and eating bad foods and laughing with my friends and being a mess. I missed it a bit. I wished for it back. I was feeling sorry for myself. One of my best friends called me up and said he was headed to our old bar and I should go. I really didn't want to as this wasn't me anymore, but he said he was just going to watch his cousin's band and it was just from 6 to 8. He called me at 5.50. (laughs) So I got ready really quick and I just went. I was so nervous. I never go out at night. I never walk in anywhere alone anymore, but I went. And you know what? I'm so glad that I did. It was fun. I drank my 0% beers and no one cared. And I didn't care. I didn't feel different at all. I really did go there wanting, I used to love Jameson, wanting to have some shots of Jameson, but I didn't. Um, his cousins finished up their set and they came to our table. I spoke with the one and he started asking me about crystals and I was like, yeah, I like crystals. And I said, you know, and he asked if I meditate with them and I said, not really. Um, you know, I told him a little bit about my morning routine that I do. It felt kind of out of nowhere and sort of pointless, the conversation. And then I just said, you know, I had a little bit of a spiritual awakening in 2021. So I don't drink anymore. And I've learned some different things. And he pointed to his glass and said he didn't drink either. And then he asked if it was a kundalini awakening. And I said I wasn't sure. He said he experienced it too. And explained um, about what happened to him. And it was the exact same things that happened to me. Um, 
I've never spoken to anyone that experienced that personally. I mean, I've heard some stories online but and watched videos, but no one in person. Um, but it was just what I needed to hear. He said he feels like that too sometimes, but you can't go back. Once you know, you know. And I truly believe God, the universe, source, all work in these meaningful ways. And I that definitely was my little reminder to keep going. I have been praying this week for discipline. Um, and this was my little push. He literally said, no, you can't go back. You must keep moving forward. And I think that when you set out for what you want in life and you ask for it, and then trust in God's plan and follow inspired action. What is best for your life will come to you. I get dizzy thinking about the whole grand plan, so I try not to focus too much on that and just trust in it instead. Today and every day, I trust that God's will is my highest service. Thank you guys for listening today. This was a short one, Um, just some of my thoughts, and uh, I'd love your feedback, and let's chat next week.